0: So our work is to do what it takes to come to a place of openness, feeling safe, which is something that you create for yourself inside of yourself. And this is why total accountability and ownership of your reality is so important. Because there's nobody but nobody who's going to be able to create what you desire. You're going to do it. Abundance is an inside job, and your intuition is the key to unlocking it all. Hello and welcome, I'm Rebecca Davison, Intuition Coach and Founder of the Intuitive Life Academy, the leading place to develop your intuitive gifts and understand that your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. What you feel, think and believe directly contributes to your physical reality. And as an Ascension Guide and Light Leader, I'm committed to bringing you all the latest tools, developments, and neuroscience available when it comes to understanding yourself, the relationship that you're having with yourself, and how it has a direct impact on the abundance that you create for yourself. This show is for those who identify that their intuition is their greatest guide to bring them happiness, harmony, expansion, and money and with my corporate banking background you'll receive all the tools you need to create a life you love if this resonates with you let's jump into the world of abundance and learn what it takes to experience true freedom hey everybody rebecca here welcome to the intuitive abundance podcast This is episode 46, and this was actually a question from one of the ladies in the Facebook group for Elegant Wealth, and she asked a question about receiving money and not working for it. So the question was along the lines of, you know, how do I shift that inside of myself so it's easier to receive money or support or resources From everywhere rather than feeling like I need to earn it? So this is a great question, right? Because I think it really came up from a podcast I did a couple of weeks ago around time is money and, you know, how do we collapse the paradigm so it's easy to receive abundance now, whereas as opposed to going time is money and I need to work for it in order to receive it. So the first thing that comes forward for me from this is a couple of different things. But the first one being is why? Like what part of you believes that you have, it has to be done that way. Now this probably, if we're looking at it, is more of a societal belief system, right? Because we kind of grow up in this reality where you have to work, right? And there's often a quite a big stigma, depending on where you live in the world too, Of you have to work really hard in order to make money. Now I know in the United States especially, there can actually be a real culture around this. Which is that you have to sacrifice yourself on the altar of getting ahead in order to be able to create that. So there can be quite a lot of culture in the States, especially in corporate America around bragging that you've had no sleep because you've been up working all night, literally destroying your body through coffee, jacking up the adrenals to work longer and harder hours, to be in a place where you get to work early and you leave work late and you're literally sitting at your desk waiting for other people to go home so you can go home, so it doesn't look like you're a flake because you're leaving early. All of that mentality is incredibly destructive. Now, we're quite lucky in New Zealand, because I've heard this as feedback from a couple of Americans who've come to live in New Zealand, that we have much better work-life balance. So the expectation is that maybe you get to work at 830 but you can leave at five o'clock, right? There's no unspoken, unwritten rule in the culture that you have to stay, sacrifice yourself, your health, your well-being, your mental health, your relationships, your family in order to be able to get ahead at work. So really starting to think for yourself: where did this belief system of I have to earn it come from? Has it come from previous jobs that you've actually had? Has it been reinforced in the culture that if you don't conform, that you will not get ahead? Sometimes it can be from our parents, our caregivers, where they, you know, my grandfather always used to say, you, have to work, you know, I've worked hard and I've played hard and I've enjoyed both. But the insinuation there, right, that he worked hard, so therefore he could justify playing hard, right? But again, we hear these unconscious thought processes, you know, like they're sinking into our subconscious, like unconsciously sinking into our subconscious and laying the groundwork for what we choose to end up creating. So really starting to look, did I have that imprinting from my family that, oh, I need to, you know, like I've imprinted it. I've gone into that space where it's like, yes, you have to work hard in order to make money. Did you have a father who walked around and said money doesn't grow on trees? Did you have a mom who wasn't maybe at home helping around the house because she was busy working, right? Did you get home from school and your parents weren't there because they were working, by right, all of these things, we're often just in what I call the energetic soup. And we just think that's normal because that is our reality. And then we grow up to be an adult wanting to go out into the world and make our own way, whether it's through a job or through a side hustle or through a career or a vocation or a calling or a business, whatever it is. And then we're starting to have to look at our belief systems around being able to bring money in. So one of the first questions I would be asking myself is, where did I get that belief from? That you have to work hard to make money. You know, and a lot of times, this is what will happen when we start looking at these belief systems. There'll be other aspects of ourselves that start coming forward. Like the part of you that might feel guilty because your belief is you have to work hard to make money, that you feel guilty to receive money without having earned it. And then you want to look at that emotion and go, why is that emotion present? Like, what is that showing me in terms of my belief system? And that can often feel very strange. Because if people feel guilty, and you have to remember, folks, that shame and guilt are the most contracted energies on the scale of consciousness. David R. Hawkins, who wrote an amazing book called Power vs. Force, worked out that different emotions have a different energetic frequency. And shame and guilt are the most contractive. In other words, they're the most negative. That's how the mind would interpret that. I say contracted because it's more of a fact in terms of negative, which can be more emotional. But literally speaking, shame and guilt are the bottom of the heap, right? So if we're feeling shame, in relationship to what we're doing or if we're feeling guilty in relationship to what we're choosing, it can be a very strong deterrent. It can be easy to go back to, I have to work hard because I feel guilty if I don't. So the work is to let the guilt go and this is where other aspects of yourself can be like, are you sure? are you allowed to do that? Is that okay? Is that being irresponsible? Right, Because it can be complex, but when we start pulling the cord, it doesn't need to be, right? We can just follow how we feel about it because our body is always going to show us that. So that's one aspect to look at. Where did I pick this belief up from? Did it come from my immediate family? Has it come from society? Has it come from me adopting a belief system where I have to work hard and earn my money in order to be able to receive it? Probably one of the other questions I would be asking as a coach is how do you feel about money, right? Do you want money to continue to feel hard as opposed to easy Right? And again, just noticing what sensations or energy or emotions come up in your body when you ask yourself that question. What happens if money is easy? What happens if you are making money while you sleep? How does that change things? What are you making it mean? What would you believe about yourself or have to believe about yourself in order for that to be your reality? And this is how we can start playing with the energy, right? And asking our ideal or our higher self to show us because in those frequencies, you can, again, you can probably feel, if you're sensitive to energy, you can feel how even talking about that starts to expand the energy. It feels easier. It feels more open. It feels more relaxed. It feels more free because your soul knows, right? Your soul doesn't have any judgment on what you're choosing, but it will be constantly bringing you information that is to your benefit. So if you're asking your soul, is your soul okay with you earning money in your sleep? Your soul is going to be a yes. Is your soul okay with abundance coming in in any way, shape or form? Yes. It doesn't have any judgment on it. And if you desire that, then you can create that. But the other thing that comes up for me from this question about that feeling of needing to earn money, is what is your value proposition? Because when we say money has to be hard, what we are kind of saying in a way is, I have to give my pound of flesh, right? Like the exchange of energy, you know, it has to be hard from me in order to receive the money, which is hard, So what would it take for the exchange? Because that's what money is. It's a denominated value for an exchange of energy. So if you have a job, you go to that job, you show up to that job, you do your job, and you receive your money as an exchange of energy for your time, attention, focus, and what it is that you're doing. But this is where if we work with our own value proposition, we can go, well, wow, what part of me is not valuing the information, wisdom, focus, attention? Like, what is that worth? Right? And at the moment, maybe in your reality, it's being determined by your job, or it's being determined by how much you're making in your business. But this is, you know, this is magic wand material, because when you realize you're the one determining your value, you have control over that. You get to say, now, independent of whether you're a business owner or a a job person in a gainful employment, you want to ask yourself, what do you think your time is worth? If you're going to give somebody two hours of your time, what do you think that is worth? What's the value of that? Now, as a coach, for example, you know, if I'm just spending time with somebody, I might have a certain figure in my head in terms of like, Well, if I was being paid by a client, this is what it's worth. Now, this is where, you know, I said time isn't money, but time and money are very closely related in terms of value. right? Because money is a value and time has a value. So how you spend your time is going to reflect what you value. Or if you're spending your time in a way that you don't value, i.e. doing a job that you don't love, or spending time with people that you don't really care about, or doing things that aren't really in alignment with your value proposition, you are going to feel that dissonance in your body, whether you're consciously aware of it or not. Something's going to feel off. You're not going to feel so fulfilled. So when we start looking at our own value proposition and going, you know, am I doing obligations somewhere? Do I feel guilty about something? When you start looking at that, And start getting the energy in the right place. You are valuing yourself more. And guess what? The world, life, other people, reality, the universe, money responds accordingly. You are the one who determines your value proposition. How do you do that? You have to create a relationship with yourself that works. Right? You value yourself enough to ask yourself questions. You get to know yourself. You get to trust yourself. Self-inquiry is the key to becoming abundant, to experiencing all the things that you desire. The better relationship you are having with yourself, the more you are valuing yourself. The more you value yourself, the more money responds to that. So that is why being willing to love all aspects of yourself, right? The light and the dark will change your life. But oftentimes, people have a lot of fear and resistance around looking at aspects of themselves that they don't want to see. And the ego gets involved because the ego goes, well, I'm going to help you with that because I want to keep you safe. And if you feel like looking at some of that darker stuff inside of you is really scary or unsafe, I'm going to do a really good job and help you to ignore it. I am going to lock the door. I'm going to throw away the key. We're just going to go do something else. Because right, my job is to keep you safe. And if you are safe, if you're not feeling safe, then I'm going to come in, even though I'm fear-based, this is what the ego does, right? The ego is always fear-based. I'm going to try and keep you safe from a place of fear. Can you see what a contradiction that is? You are never going to feel safe if you're making choices out of fear. Never. Right? And we do this all the time until we have a greater awareness that something's really not working. right And this is why it makes it so difficult to be able to go yes I can receive without having done anything. But the irony being right this concept of doing which is masculine, concept of like I have to do, I have to take action in order to receive value as opposed to the feminine which is still and receptive and can still receive. So, a lot of times, depending on who's asking this question, too, right? This could again be a shift from masculine to feminine. Right? The masculine is do, 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 find the next mountain, climb it, overcome, challenge. Whereas the feminine is still receptive, receiving. Masculine is giving, feminine is receiving. So, to get those two things in balance, to go, what the desire is probably here for this person. Answering this question is they probably want to shift into more feminine energy. They want to be more magnetic. They want to be still and centered and know what it is to attract money into their reality rather than feeling like they have to chase it. And this is such a big shift because there are a lot of women out there, folks, who are running businesses or in jobs and they are running masculine energy. And women can get confused about this really easily because they go, oh, it's good to give. Women are often taught to give from a very young age. Share your toys. Be a good girl. Give a nice environment. Give beauty. Give a beautiful home. Give all these things. Give your care, your attention, your love to others. That is masculine energy. And when we get to a certain point in our awareness, right, Women can run masculine energy and be really good at it. And people like, you know, mothers actually don't realize that they're often in a lot of masculine energy because they're giving all the time. And then they get to the end of the day and they're like, oh my goodness, I feel incomplete, unfulfilled, resentful, annoyed, frustrated, because they're not receiving. They're not in the receptive mode and they don't know how to shift into it. They don't know how to turn on their magnetism. So they're attracting what it is that they desire or there might be something standing in the way of bringing, you know, turning on their magnetism. It might be literally something that is blocking their ability to be able to receive. So when we start working with your value proposition and start looking at how you value yourself, it's easier to shift into more of that feminine magnetism and attract money in, attract in what you desire. But a big part of that too, folks, is allowing the universe in, allowing life to support you. And you can probably see even from me saying that, that a lot of the time, women especially, they feel disappointed. They feel let down by the universe, by life, by reality, by other people, by maybe their partners, right? And, And then they're in this energy of like, I'm not being given to, So I have to go out and create it myself. And our work is to unravel that and get to a place of clarity and safety and openness so it is easy for you to receive what you desire. As a woman, you have to be open to receive what you want. And I'm talking about all the things, ladies. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about sex. I'm talking about money. I'm talking about abundance. I'm talking about feeling the way that you want to feel. You need to be open energetically and in your body to do that. If you do not feel safe, you will not be open. So our work is to do what it takes to come to a place of openness, feeling safe, which is something that you create for yourself inside of yourself. And this is why total accountability and ownership of your reality is so important. Because there's nobody but nobody who's going to be able to create what you desire. You're going to do it. You're going to be the one who goes, okay, what is my value proposition? How am I treating myself? How safe do I feel receiving from men? What does that feel like in my body? Where is there parts of me that's afraid of receiving? You know, what part of me doesn't feel open? Where am I giving my power away to somebody else? Where am I allowing somebody else to determine my value? You know, I did that for a long time when I worked in banking. I mean, I remember it kind of hit me over the head one day that I was allowing this institution to determine my value. And when I realized that one of my highest values was freedom, which is really a lot of things, right? Which is doing what you want to do when you want to do it and how you want to do it and who you want to do it with as many times as you want, right, to be the person who gets to make those choices. But that journey often too is to step into a place where you're going, I love myself enough to value myself to do the things that I really desire to do, to place my focus and attention in a way that brings me a lot of joy, Now, oftentimes too, right, people will do something that they love, but then their brain will go, I can't make money from this. And it's like, why not? How do you know that? Do you know that to be true? Like, what do you need to cultivate inside of you to set it up as a business idea and to be able to make money from it? And I can tell, you know, like working with entrepreneurs and seeing people step into business and helping with them, you know, grow their businesses and sustainably grow, There's nothing like seeing somebody take a creative idea, whatever it is, putting something out and offer out into the world, and then having it being picked up and received by other people. Like you are literally, I mean, that's the most amazing thing about business, right? Is you are literally making it up, right? You are choosing to drop creative ideas through you, whether it's art, whether it's performance, whether it's expression, whether it's coaching, whatever it is that you choose to do, You are taking something that is an idea from your own mind, awareness, and consciousness and putting it out into the world. That's incredible. And to see people be, what's the word, reimbursed for that, remunerated for that, it's amazing. It's like the creative process. And that's why being in business is so wonderful in terms of your own value proposition, Because you really, when you start understanding the energetics of business, you realize that the world is just responding to how you see yourself. The world is responding to what you are believing about yourself, right? The world is responding to your perspective you have of reality. So shifting back into what does it feel like in my body and my awareness to receive, to show up, to express myself and to be paid for that. Or to just have money show up out of nowhere and to receive it and be grateful for it rather than to be suspicious of it and wonder where it's come from, where their agenda is. Like some of it is cleaning up the emotional energy around having those experiences, but that's why it's so great to ask yourself questions like that. Like, how does it feel for me to receive a whole bunch of money, right? If somebody just wanted to gift to you, how would you feel about receiving it? Now, also too, right, noticing the deeper levels. Because a lot of people, they buy lotto tickets because they actually feel hopeless. And not because they're feeling inspired and like, yes, I'm holding the frequency of winning. Because if they were truly doing that, they would be experiencing more of that in the rest of their life. Rather than choosing to do something which actually has maybe energy of kind of desperation or hopelessness attached to it. This is why awareness is so powerful, folks. We want to be aware of literally all the things that we can't see inside of ourselves. (laughs) That's why, of course, I teach people how to develop their intuitive and psychic gifts and talents. Because it's so much easier to see somebody else's stuff because you're being objective. When you're in your experience, it's completely subjective. It's hard to see your own blind spots way easier to see somebody else's from a place of truth, being connected to source energy, allowing pure source energy to flow through you, to observe somebody else's energy field. It is way easier because we it's a, an, ex, an external experience. It's way harder to spot yourself, but I can also tell you, you know, from the work I've done on myself over the years, it is way more satisfying and fulfilling to be able to see your own blind spots, to coach yourself. And when you have that skill set, you're set for life. Because you're always going to be able to transcend your ego, to move beyond your own blind spots, to see what it is that your soul is wanting to show you. Which is why one of the most powerful questions is to ask your soul, show me what it is that I cannot see. Because your ego will often blind spot it for you. Because it's trying to protect you. And it anticipates that anything that causes you distress is unsafe or discomfort is unsafe. But you want to run towards the discomfort. You want to run towards anything that you're afraid of. Because that's where you will transcend it. When you move towards it. When you have the courage to move towards it and go, I'm going to figure this out. I want to know what it's like to live a different reality. I want to know what it's like to live in a different frequency. I want to know what it's like to live in a different paradigm. Where it's easy to accept money and always shapes and forms. Whether it's winning a roast chicken from the supermarket or the lottery or to have somebody buy you dinner, or for people to be amazingly generous with you, or to get that opportunity to go on somebody's podcast, or be invited to speak somewhere that blows up your business, whatever it is. Abundance comes in all shapes and forms. But to literally be given to at a really high level, that requires massive openness. And for women especially, we need to work on keeping our energy open. Because guys already have that natural inbuilt skill set. I'm going to go get it. right? Whereas women, our work is more about being open and receptive to be able to receive it. And that's where the safety is required. And that safety is only ever going to come from the relationship that you're having inside of yourself. So even great questions to ask yourself. How safe is it to receive from the world? How safe is it to receive from the universe, from others? Know if you had 10 new clients or patients or whatever you work with turn up on your doorstep, how comfortable would you feel in receiving that? Questions like that can show you through your body if there's any limitations there. And there's always a limit. That's why doing energetic work is so powerful in terms of that constant evolution, because there's always going to be another limit where your ego goes. Is that safe? Is it safe to transcend that? Is it safe for me to have that experience? And the answer to that is yes, but you need to create that safety inside of yourself in order to experience it. And we do that with love and discipline and having a good mental attitude and making sure that your soul is on board and your younger selves are on board and your ideal self is supporting you into the evolution and process of that. Alrighty, folks. I feel like that's enough for today. Thank you so much for joining me. Again, if you're enjoying the podcast, please do feel free to email me. You can contact me through Facebook, through the Intuitive Life Academy, and let me know what you want to hear on the podcast. I love bringing you information that is beneficial and supportive in terms of helping you move into the next evolution of yourself when it comes to your money. Uh, remembering that the Elegant Wealth Facebook group is open. If you want to receive more support in terms of creating a relationship with money that feels amazing, that is very supportive, that is supportive between you, your value, your money, and of course your relationship with the divine, then please do come and join us. I truly feel that once you have all those elements in the right place God, money, you, and your value then your relationship with money is just going to flow because everything feels good, right? You've ironed out all the wrinkles and you're really allowing yourself to receive financial abundance from the highest frequency. I'm sending you so much love and light. I look forward to connecting with you again next time. Bye for now. Bye. Hey folks, thanks for listening to the show today. It is always a pleasure to have your company. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show. And if you found this information beneficial, please do write us a review on iTunes especially. That really helps other people to find this information and we would very much appreciate that. If you would like to connect with me directly, the best place to do that is www.rebeccadavison.life That's L-I-F-E. Davison is spelled D-A-V-I-S-O-N. If you'd like to connect there, we can have a conversation about what it takes for you to activate your inner power proposition and to be able to create the income levels that you desire. From my heart to yours, I very much appreciate you tuning in and listening. I'm sending you so much love and many, many blessings. And I want you to know that everything is available to you. You have the power within you and that's the best place to look. Sending you so much love and many, many blessings. Till next time, bye for now.